Rick Jensen. On 1150 AM, 101.7 FM, WDEL. Some people just try to make a living. So imagine uh, goats and yoga. Producer Randy and I have actually made fun of goats and yoga because it became a thing online and people doing yoga and goats climbing on them. What's not to laugh at, you know? Well, here's something not to laugh at. Imagine this. Uh, You have a farm and got some pygmy goats. And we all love pygmy goats. It's one of my favorite things at the state fair is the pygmy goats. Why are you laughing at me there, Randy? I, I like pygmy. They're cute. I don't know if I want them, you know, their hooves all over me. Well, uh, we'll find out how that feels in a second. But imagine this. You have a farm. You got pygmy goats. And then people like goats. So you say, okay, folks, come on over. And then you've got yoga. So you have a farm. You got yoga. And you take them to a yoga spot. But then comes the pandemic. So you say, oh, okay, we'll tell you what. Come to my farm, and you can do yoga with the goats. Now, some jackadilly goes in and complains about this. She's got goats and people that are crawling all over each other, right? Imagine some, you have some idiot neighbor. They complain, and then the county council gets involved, and they say, oh, you're not zoned for goats and people. Wait, What? See, that makes no sense at all. And I want to get right now to the lady who's fighting the law, and she's not winning in uh, Hamilton County in Indiana. Her name is Jordan Stevens. Uh, Jordan, thanks for being on. Yeah, thanks for having me. So I, I did a lousy job of setting up your story. Maybe you should do a better job for me. What, uh, how did this start, and then what happened to your, uh, your goats and yoga deal? Yeah, so my partner and I had started Goat Yoga um, in 2018, and as you said, we were having classes at a counseling center, and then the pandemic hit, and they had to close down, so we decided, since uh, I had just gotten a diagnosis of multiple sclerosis and traveling was becoming hard, we're like, well, let's just bring people to the farm because we have outdoor classes. Uh, We can just have them outside since the pandemic uh, was still going on. And we had a really good summer this year and up until about August. And then we were notified by the county that uh, we weren't zoned for goat yoga and that we needed to apply for a variant. So we went through that process. Wait, wait, wait. Pardon me. Pardon me. (laughs) Pardon me. I got to stop. I mean, you know, um, what do you mean? Did they actually have there? Does the Hamilton County planning staff actually have a book there that says, oh, look, page 1037, goat yoga zoning. How did they ever come up with this this idiocy that, you know, goats and people, you can't put them together for yoga. What was was the rationalization behind this? So their thinking was that we were a commercial business and not agricultural because we're zoned for agriculture. agriculture, And um, part of the process that we had to go through at the hearings was trying to convince them that we were an agribusiness. And eventually they did agree that we were an agribusiness. Okay, good. Um, because because, because honestly, Jordan, if you're growing corn and you say, hey, folks, we got five acres over here. You can pick your own corn. It's $15 a bushel. They go, wow, that's great. Would that no longer be an agribusiness? It, it doesn't, this doesn't make sense to me. So Hamilton County has a few things listed that they consider allowed agribusinesses or businesses in agricultural areas and it is like if you you can sell things that you grow on your farm and you can have like 
hay rides and pumpkin picking stuff, but it can only be a certain amount of days. Like everything they do allow has some sort sort of stipulation to it. Whereas as far as amount of time and like what you can sell, like you have to have like, I think it was around 80% of the products. If you had a farm stand have to be from your farm. This, this is and, like, why, what are, are they trying to protect uh, competition from China? <laughs> I guess I'm, it's insane. I actually learned a lot during trying to research this and figure out what can I do to like show that we do belong here. And the amount of regulation they put on people is insane. And everything has like, oh, you have to have this certain amount or and it's just crazy. And I actually try to play on the fact that they're regulations for what they consider an agribusiness was so vague that I felt like they couldn't really tell us no because it was very vague in some areas. But ultimately, they still decided that um, we were commercial because at first they tried to say that if we went, if we didn't charge people, it would be fine. But then at the second hearing, they said, no, you'd still be considered a business and inviting the public to your property. Wait, wait, you're still you're still a business. You're still a business, even if there's no business model. You're still a business if there's no revenue. Yeah. Um, Have any of these people actually had a job outside of government? (laughs) I have no idea. (laughs) I know. This is insane. You got multiple sclerosis. God bless you. And, And you're trying to make a living and you attract people to your farm. It's like. It's like having a petting uh, time, you know, three days a week or whatever. Here, come over, pet the goats, and uh, feed them a little little bit of corn or something, and uh, here you go. It's uh, 10 bucks, whatever. Uh, do they allow farms to, um, in, in Hamilton County, do they, allow, do they allow farms to have people come over and ride a horse? Um, honestly, I'm not sure. I think... Re- I think there's two different agricultural zonings, and one is just, like, the basic agriculture, yeah. and then one is commercial agriculture, okay, which so. we weren't applying for a zoning change. We were just applying for a variance to allow the goat yoga. So, um, I mean, that would be one way we could try and get around is apply for a zoning change, but I feel like that would be even harder to try and get because of how much the people in my township don't want businesses in this area and they wouldn't want it to be zoned differently. Um, Which is what I had to keep reminding everyone was that we weren't asking for a zoning change. Right. It was just a variance. That was a big fear. Yeah. We don't want businesses, but look, farm. And we don't want businesses, but look, farm products. The, that's why I wonder if any of these people actually had a real job outside of uh, of government. And by the way, I got to tell you, though, that part of me is still giggling like a 13-year-old going <laughs> goat yoga. Go, I love it. Every time you yeah. say goat yoga, I, mean, I get a little chuckle there, I have to admit. Yeah, and that's the biggest reason we do it. It's just to bring happiness to people and give them a laugh because goats are hilarious. And they're also amazing animals and can be very ther- therapeutic for people. So I'm it's sad because this was something the community really enjoyed. We had done so much all across the state. We were the 
only full-time one in Indiana, so we brought a lot of tourism to Hamilton County. Well, see, now, just- now there's the problem there, little missy. <laughs> you, you got all these furners coming into Hamilton County here, and we don't gotten much to all them there outsiders. Good Lord Almighty, these guys driving a Kia. A Kia? You're up here, no, you ain't a Ford. I can't have them here. I, I, I want to ask you this, though, seriously. Um, would you please describe goat yoga? Because the way it's been described to me is people will will uh, perform a yoga pose, you know, the lotus, and then goats climb all over them. And now, now I, I hear that, and I think, well, that's absurd. Uh, what really is goat yoga? So that's part of it. Oh, um, it is? Part, okay. Yeah. <laughs> all uh, right. Because, I mean, when they're little, when they're baby goats, they just want to hop on everything. And they'll hop while running, and it's adorable and cute. But also... Our goats just love being around people because they have been around people since day one. So a lot of times they'll find someone's mat and just lay there and snuggle up to them. And uh, the biggest part of it, I feel like, is just the therapeutic aspect of um, being around an animal and getting to just sit there and pet an animal the whole time. We've had people with special needs that were... You know, that when they first arrived, they were a little worried and nervous and hyper, and you just see them calm down and feel so you can see how content they are just sitting there petting the goat the whole time. Well, now, so what, that, that, but, but isn't there a little danger here? I mean, um, they have hooves, and if you're, if you're sitting still in a yoga pose and the goats decide to jump on you, can't you get a little uh, hoof damage there on the head or something? Well, that's why most of, well, all of our goats are miniature goats. <laughs> so, and we kind of cut them off at a certain weight. I mean, we have 27 goats total, but we only bring about six or eight to the class. Mm-hmm. And then the ones that, there are smallest ones that are usually only about 20 to 40 pounds. And I think that's uh, kind of what people, you know, they know to expect that. Mm-hmm. But we're always, if we, we have pregnant people that have come and we always tell them like, hey, don't lay down because you don't want them to jump on your stomach so we always should take extra caution for people who uh it might be more dangerous to them if they have a goat jumping on them maybe if um, you maybe if you invited some of these people on these this weasel uh, hamilton uh, county planning commission come on over and snuggle a goat Maybe if they have a little goat snuggling, they they'd soften up. They say, you know what? Uh, yeah, this this doesn't seem like some big evil corporation. Did you invite them to yeah. come out for for some goat snuggling? Yeah, I mean, I that's what I've said uh, throughout the whole process. I was like, anyone who doesn't like goat yoga has never tried goat yoga. Yeah, because even if you think the whole thing's silly, our goats just love being around people so much that you can't fall in love with them unless you're just a person that can never be happy with anything then i don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> i'm hating life over here in the planning building <laughs> yeah i mean we've served over two thousand people and if only had two people who have left unhappy and those were those type of people that i don't think were ever happy with anything <laughs> i know you're not allowed you're right i know you're not allowed to put up a sign but that'd be awesome you know uh goat snuggling goat yoga over two thousand served I think it's a yeah. it's kind of cool. All right, so uh, anyway, they they wouldn't go for the variances. Uh, you tried twice, is that right? Uh, just once, but they require you to go to two hearings. So oh, okay. the first one was for the plan commission, which gives you a negative or positive 
um, recommendation, and they gave us a negative re- recommendation because at first they said we weren't a farm based on the size of the land um, and because we don't have a big barn. And I was like, well, we literally grow hay, our own hay, and have a breeding schedule with goats that are registered and show goats. So eventually at the, the, and then the next one's the zoning board hearing where they decide your application, whether it's approved or rejected. And they did agree that we're a farm and an agribusiness, but the problem lies in that they have recently added this thing where you have to, they have to answer five questions before they can approve your variance. And the question they couldn't answer was, what hardship would our property face if they didn't approve the variance and they're not allowed to take any financial or self-imposed hardships as a reason? Oh, well, there it. you go. You got multiple sclerosis <laughs> and it would be a financial hardship and you'd lose the farm. Uh, how about losing yeah. the farm? Is is that part of that, uh, Mr. Weasel Commissioner? Mm. According to them, not because they couldn't see how if we didn't have the goat yoga, why we would not be able to have goats because we're zoned to allow to have goats. Yeah, but you but and you're not allowed to make money off the. Like, yeah, yeah. I was like, well, um, you know, I didn't choose to get MS, and I didn't choose to start the pandemic and have our place shut down. And their reasoning was, well, you still could have moved it to a place that was zoned properly. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, who wins with that question? Yeah, because uh, you can did, always add the well. <laughs> did you have any did you have any, uh, any suggestions there, Mr. Commissioner Weasel Dude? Uh, did you ask them if they had yeah. any, any suggestions? You might as well at this point. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think they're probably just move it to a place that was zoned for it. Yeah. Uh, how, how about this, Mr. Commissioner? We'll just start lopping the, the goats and uh, we'll just skin them for you. Would you like that, uh, Mr. Commissioner? Um, what, what's, what are you going to do now? What what now? Uh, we've been asked a lot about if we plan to appeal. Um, so we're still thinking about that. Uh, I think because we are trying, we are in the middle of adopting from foster care, so we have to also hire an adoption lawyer, and that's where most of our funds are going now. So I think if in some way we can afford a lawyer to appeal, we would. Um, but as of right now, we're just trying to, because we had over 150 people booked for through wow. October. Yeah, so, so you, you, you have, had, yeah, if you have a demonstrable loss there as well. How much have you spent already trying to uh, appeal and, uh, and apply for a variance? Uh, we had spent over $1,000 because the application alone, we had to do, they made us do an application for the variance and then one for parking. Um, it was over $500 in application fees. So, yeah, so I was reading these guys spent over $1,000 total in this thing so far. Yeah, because we had to pay to put the notice in newspapers and then to mail out notices to the neighbors. Had to uh, pay for signs. It was insane. <laughs> well, so we have a segment on the Rick Jensen show entitled "Some Animals on This Farm Are More Equal Than Others," and obviously, uh, the planning commissioners are much more equal than the goats, uh, as well as you, uh, you know, the the goat farm owner. So, Jordan, um, if people love goats, listen to the show. If you love goats and and you like yoga and you think the two should be able to be combined. Is there any way they can help out and say, look, God, here's uh, here's 10 or 15 or 20 bucks or 50 or uh, here's a couple of mil for you. How uh, how could they help you out? 
Yeah, so we have on our happygoatluckyyoga.com website, we have a spot where people can donate. Um, care for goats is pretty expensive. They're not as easily as easy to take care of as pe- some people think. So okay. anything would help. People could do that. Or if they know anyone who could hook us up with someone that would do pro bono work on helping us with the appeal, that would help. Or just spreading the word. Yeah, about- no, let's do that. Let's help you spread the word. So uh, online, it's uh, what's a happy goat lucky yoga? Yeah, happy goat lucky yoga. Yeah, happy goat lucky yoga. All right, we are. This is uh, this program emanates, and it does. Uh, some people will say emanate uh, from uh, the state of Delaware, home of Joe Biden. And I know that members of Joe Biden's staff and such listen to this program, and and not too happily. But if there's any message you have for President Biden, Jordan Stevens, happy goat lucky yoga. What would that message be? Yeah, so I think my message to Joe Biden would be um, just urging his administration to remember the importance of the American dream. Uh, the American dream is dying, whether it's because of government overreach, like in my case, or rising costs, lack of labor, and it's becoming harder and harder for the lower class to make a name for themselves and there are so many people that have reached out to me sharing their stories of trying to own a small business only to be shut down by factors outside of their control. And the American people need hope in the American dream to ultimately ha- be able to trust our government and have faith in our government. Um, and we need to work on, obviously, more unity and trust in our government being restored. And I think a big factor in that is figuring out how we can make the American dream a thing again. Yeah, no, I I agree. Uh, And that's the appeal to me, honestly. And that's why I called you uh, Jordan Stevens, Happy Goat Lucky Yoga. Regular folk trying to to make a buck, have some fun. As much as I think goat yoga is like one of the goofiest things I've seen, (laughs) uh, I think one of the the biggest detriments... uh, to our society right now is the overreach of government, including county government there in Indiana, in your case as well. Producer Randy wants to say something. What? George, just tell him the, the clerk at the uh, permit office misheard you, and it's goat yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> Take care. Jordan Stevens, uh, happy goat, happy goat, lucky yoga. Thanks so much for being on. Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. We'll be back, I think, after this. There's more Rick Jensen coming up on 1150 AM, 1017 FM, WDEL.